welcome to Dice Little Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Who wants to play some Pathfinder, guys? Go fuck yourself! Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. <laughs> well, I, wa- I want to play Pathfinder. Okay, well, you know what? Let's go. We should play some Pathfinder. Yeah. But first, uh, let's address the audience. Uh, hey, everyone. Oh, no. uh, you, some of you probably know who we are by now. Some of you don't. But uh, in case you don't, uh, we're Dice Will Roll. And we are uh, a group of Pathfinder enthusiasts who are all pretty damn gay. <laughs> um, if, you know, our bad. advertising didn't, like, warn you about our, you know, non heteroness in advance. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what a heterosexual is. Yeah, no, I at this point I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> um, okay, y'all are lucky. Like, <laughs> 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 so uh, let's let's talk about this. Uh, who we are. Uh, so first and things foremost, almost everyone on the planet knows D and D at this point, like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, true podcasts like Critical Role and The Adventure Zone. And just true, like, media in general, everyone knows what Dungeons & Dragons is. It's a, you know, fancy role-playing game where you roll a dice and sometimes there's a dungeon. And if you're really lucky, there might be a dragon in the dungeon. Um, But uh, about ten years ago, uh, there was a new edition of Dungeons & Dragons came out. uh, And some people were head over heels for it. And some people really, really were not. So much so that a group of writers uh, decide, actually, fuck this. And they made their own version of the game, uh, which has since been called Pathfinder. Uh, Pathfinder has been going strong ever since. uh, But about August last year, uh, the fine folks at Paizo, uh, they released a new version of the game, or at least the playtest for it. Uh, There's been a lot of stuff that's going on uh, with it. They've been testing every day, every night, trying new things. Uh, Their mechanics have come and gone. But overall, they've made a new version of the game, which feels feels like Pathfinder, the original spin-off of D&D, or as I've always liked to call it, D&D, the expansion pack. It feels like uh, Pathfinder, but it plays easier. Much easier rules, much more options, much more fun. And it's, honestly, I absolutely adore it. Uh, but now that uh, playtesting ended uh, in at the end of December, uh, we were kind of left. We didn't know what to do at this point. So we decide, you know what? time to break out some uh, some old uh, classics. So uh, we looked through the history of uh, Paizo's Adventure Path series. Uh, campaigns that were pre-written and set in the world of Galarian, uh, which is where we'll be headed uh, for this adventure. And uh, we found one which a lot of people really loved, and that was Pathfinder Kingmaker. Uh, some of you might know Kingmaker from the video game that was released uh, last year, and the long and short of it is we're going to send a few people out into the wilderness and start a kingdom. And if that ain't the coolest shit ever, then get the fuck out of my face. Um, but that's enough about Pathfinder. You'll you'll get to know more about it as we go. Uh, why don't we look at everyone in the group? So I'll, I'll start. So I'm Derry. Uh, I'm going to be this game's dungeon master. Uh, I am a chaotic good. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm bisexual. Uh, I am a animation and illustration student, uh, big into storytelling, big into, uh, well, TTRPG, if you couldn't tell, so much so that I converted an entire uh, adventure path 
from uh, first edition Pathfinder, second edition Pathfinder. So that kind of tells you what kind of nerd I am. I've run a fair few games at this point. Carrying Crown, Hell's Rebels, Doomsday Dawn, Reign of Winter, Shattered Star. And then I played in uh, other like games, not for Pathfinder, like I played some Dungeons and Dragons, obviously. I played uh, Princess to Hopeful. I've played uh, Monster of the Week. I've even made my own roleplay systems, not to toot my own horn. Uh, but then again, it is for Homestuck, so like that tells you what kind of loser I am. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you Be all ashamed. have characters in that game. Uh, my shut face. up. Shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So that's that's me. That's Derry. Uh, why don't we go around the table, starting with uh, Eeny Meeny Money Dave. Tell us about yourself. Okay, hi. Um, I'm Dave, and I'm like. I, I guess I'm lawful good. I'm not always lawful You're good. You're very I'm lawful a, good. I'm a human person, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not perfect, but I try to be lawful good. Um, I use he, him, um, and I'm bi. Um, and I'm an artist and an actor, and I would die for paladins above all else. Um, <laughs> I love them. Um, and my favorite character that I've ever played in anything... Um, would probably be, uh, his name is Cielo. Um, he's an ex-slave who's now, like, a scald, and he raps, and he loves rebellion and stealing from the rich. And also, he bathed for the first time at age 19. Leave that dirty boy alone. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, for the sake of posterity, uh, I'll say that Dave and I are dating. Uh, but that won't get in the way of my GMing. Like, if he walks into a cave and rocks fall, he dies, then so be it. I'll try Don't to you fucking do that! Like, I'll, if, if it happens, it will be your own fault, not mine. Did you say that like um, I ever do anything risky? I mean, <laughs> you really do. Yeah, but I am all good at it, so... <laughs> uh, yeah. Luck is always on your side. Okay. Uh, KK, why don't you tell us about yourself? Alright, well... These fellas know me as KK. I do go by that, but I also go by the name Luna. My alignment shifts between um, neutral good and chaotic good. Don't test me. Um, <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> pronouns I go by she, they, sexuality. I am bisexual. Um, I'm a graphic design major who really likes art, art history, and video games. RPGs mainly. Um, favorite Pathfinder character is definitely a hard decision. You made some real bangers. You, know. <laughs> you really snapped with that one. Slappers. <laughs> you, really, uh, you really snatched my weave with your last one. <laughs> God. Because my alchemist Arceus is good, Sorcerer Numen is very good, but the one that I've been hyperfixating on, like, for weeks on end is uh, my Liberator Estella. Um, she's a paladin of Desna that really just wants to help people. Hey. And she'll go to great lengths to help people. Hey, T. Oh, you guys said that you needed help in the world rune where I could die by devils at any moment in time. I'll be there in like three hours. <laughs> oh, wow. KK? I'm kill you. Yep. I'm kill you. <laughs> and uh, last and certainly least, Ritz, go Wow. On. Wow. No. 
I won't. <laughs> oh, you're gonna give me a song tree and that's what's going on? <laughs> Ritz. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Was like, there was a second where I was like, did he disconnect from call? <laughs> you know I would. Um Yeah. <clears throat> hi. My name is Ritz. Ritz to for shits to my IRLs. Um, <laughs> I am chaotic neutral. Uh, fully, full stop. I have nothing else. I have nothing else but chaotic neutral. Fuck you all. Um, I Fair made enough. them bisexual, and I'm ready to fucking party. Uh, I'm a history major. I like to draw. Sometimes scream a little bit. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Pathfinder character. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. Just, just a teeny bit. <laughs> I- um... A Pathfinder character I really enjoyed was um, Zebediah Gulruk, a banjo playing bard who who really teetered on the edge of chaotic neutral and chaotic evil for no other reason than for my personal amusement. I mean, Ritz, we can jest, we can joke. He was a chaotic evil character. You can, I don't know what to say. <laughs> he, was, like, he was Goblin Bill Clinton. That Goblin was, chaotic was evil. the most chaotic evil I've ever seen you play. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I think that's what you wanted, though. Yeah, I was. He started off as chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, he slowly t-shirted. <laughs> <laughs> Just every um, and looking at it nervously like, <laughs> Okay, uh, if you haven't gathered by now, we've played a lot of games together, so we're, what you're going to be experiencing today is uh, just hours upon hours of roleplay experience and friendship combined into one smelting pot of absolute homosexuality. So, hope you guys are all ready for that. Um, okay, I think that's enough uh, focusing on what's already happened and what's gone by. You guys want to want to dip into our campaign? Not really. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Let's go. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> let's let's do this. <laughs> Before we start, I want to thank Alcat Games, uh, the guys behind Pathfinder Kingmaker, who have uh, graciously allowed us to use the soundtrack for uh, the. Pathfinder Kingmaker uh, CRPG. So, uh, yeah. All this music that you're hearing, uh, you'll it comes from the actual video game. So, I'm pumped Thanks, for that. Thanks, uh, There's probably a link in the description that, like, link you to st- places that you can support them. Uh, we'll get to that later. Let's dip in. How does that sound? Sounds Hell yeah. kind of moist. <laughs> Let's go. A little bit. Okay. Just a little. We see a figure. They are sprinting through the woods, blood oozing from them as they run from something. How they survived that last encounter, they don't know, but they did it. Clutch against uh, their heart, they hold a vial, and inside the vial is blood which boils and oozes and crawls like something unreal. They don't know where they're going to go from here or how they're going to survive, but they just need to go a little further. And then there's a flash of light, and immediately chains of vines crawl up around their ankles and their wrists restraining them they shout in fear spite anger as the world around them distorts and countless figures loom staring down at them 
white lights dance around them as a giant assembly of figures stand before them. They exchange some words and the chain figure screams as one of the uh, looming judging uh, shapes leans forward and grasps at the figure's heart. And as they pull out, they don't pull away flesh and blood. They pull an object. And the figure howls in pain. And we fade to black. Welcome to Pathfinder Kingmaker Book One. Stolen lands. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. What the <laughs> fuck? A little dark start. Is, I won't lie. This is different. <laughs> uh, a little bit. It's pretty dark. But don't worry. Let's get into the good yeah. shit. Hell yeah. Hell motherfucking yeah. <laughs> don't worry about <clears> it right now. Be it so known that the bearer of this charter has been charged by the sword lords of Restov, acting upon the greater good and authority vested within them by the office of the Regent Dragonscale Throne, has granted the right of exploration and travel within the wilderness region known as the Greenbelt. Exploration should be limited to an area no further than 36 miles east and west and 60 miles south of Oleg's trading post. The carrier of this charter should also strive against banditry and other unlawful behavior to be encountered. The punishment for unrepentant banditry remains, as always, execution by sword or rope. So witness on the 24th day of this Callistral, under watchful eyes of the Lordship of Restov, an authority granted by Lord Noleski Suratova, current reagent of the Dragonscale Throne. This is what is to be found on the charter held in the hands of a tall, blonde man as he makes his way down a road. Uh, on either side of him uh, are two other figures. A half-orc with a, a goofy smile, I suppose, and a half-elf uh, who stands alongside a young wolf. Uh, these uh, three figures have been sent to the Stonelands, an area of wilderness and untamed power. Uh, they've been sent here from Brevoy, uh, which is uh, a civilization of, well, politics. It is the exact opposite of where they are now. Everything is done through social intrigue, backstabbing and rumors. And then just on rest, uh, Brevoy's doorstep is the Stolen Lands, the aforementioned uh, Infinite Wild. Uh, and they have been sent here to uh, explore an area called the Greenbelt. Uh, they're on their way to the uh, place mentioned in the uh, Charter Oleg's Trading Post, but they're still a little while off. Uh, and I think now's a good time to uh, check who these three are. So we'll start with uh we'll start with the blonde. Ritz, tell us about your character. Well, this strapping young lad. Uh so this is this is Iker. Iker Atiquis. Uh 
first thing you'll notice about him, he's pretty fucking lanky. He's tall and he's very thin. Um, he's got long ass legs. Just how tall are we talking? Legs. How tall? Uh, fuck, I said it earlier. Um, he is about six three, six four. It's a big lad. <laughs> he is a big lad. He's a big strapping boy. Um, tall boy. Tall boy. Um, he's got short blonde hair that sticks up just a little bit. Um, he's got... I wouldn't say blue. I wouldn't say blue eyes, but kind of... No, they're blue. They're kind of blue and green a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like a... Kind of on like teal spectrum? Yeah. I said teal immediately when you said you didn't want to oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, he's got uh, just a, just the teensiest scar on his left eye. Um, it it doesn't seem to bother him though because he wears his hair very much out of his face. Um, he's got a red vest on with a blue wrap around his waist. Um, he's looking pretty pretty like uh, relaxed. I'd say he's a very laid back kind of person or at least it's what he lets other people see um he's a bard he's mm-hmm. a polymath bard and what does that mean <laughs> like so it's playing music and he's like what was the other thing information mm-hmm. so he's like a bit of everything yeah well, he's... okay cool um so the way bards work in uh pathfinder second edition is uh unlike in dungeon dragons and in pathfinder first edition uh, bards are no lesser spellcasters than uh, wizards, clerics, whoever. They get uh, all nine levels of magic, uh, and they get their own uh, school of magic as well. Uh, they are the occultist casters, so all their magic uh, comes from mind powers and, you know, uh, illusions and tricks and stuff like that. So, it'll be fun to see uh, him in play. What's Iker doing? What's he thinking right now? What's he up to? There's a fucking dog next to me. Oh my god, me. <laughs> Leave him alone. That's all he can think about? It's the... Yeah, <laughs> that's all he's focusing on right now. Is he is he interacting with the dog? Well, it, this is a wolf, I should point out. Yeah, but the same thing. No. no not <laughs> at all. Not <laughs> They're both very fluffy and friendly. No! Historically speaking, no! God, this is so cannibal. Um, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't go as far to, like, touch it. But, um... I should he's, he definitely, like, waves to it. To him. It's not oh. it. Yeah, this dog, this dog is not uh, an object, it is a creature. Please use... I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. And, uh... Why don't we uh, shift a little to a side now, uh, to the half-orc beside him. Okay. Uh, Dave, tell us about your boy. Okay. Um, well, I'll say his name first. Um, his name is Alden Felstad. Um, he mm-hmm. is half-orc, um, and he is a good boy. Um, he's a fighter, and he's tall, like, same height as um, Iker Tall. Um Soldier. And <laughs> love big lads in this party. <laughs> he's a big boy. I love him. <laughs> and he is—he's chaotic good, and I love him. Um, he 
is like he's a bigger guy not like not like weight just he's like he works he, stocky. he's stocky and also he works out <laughs> so boy's built he's a built mm. boy um like he's an optimistic kind of guy like he's a confident kind of guy um which is a rarity with my OCs. um <laughs> and he's um i think the best way that i could probably describe him is um the first episode of a shonen action manga god <laughs> That's nice. like that kind of yeah the the kind of like overly enthusiastic kind of maybe a little bit too loud but very well meaning kind of guy. So he's, he's what you're saying is he's an anime character on accident, but yeah. <laughs> I, don't mean to. I love this. Perfect. What's he doing? What's he? How is he doing right now? As you're walking down uh, the road uh, that leads to Oleg's trading post. I think he's... Well, I think he's just kind of, like... I don't think he's doing anything special. I think he's walking and looking around because he's curious. Um, I don't think he really... So is he sort of, like, hmm? taking in the sights? Uh, yeah, basically. Hmm. Okay. Uh, is there anything in particular on his mind? Um, not really, except maybe what he wants to eat later. Simple kind of guy? Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> Valid boy. Nope. And uh, the last figure in the party is our half-elf. Uh, and alongside her, a big dog. KK, tell us about uh, tell us about your girl. Okay, so her name is Casca Tanovin. Um, mm-hmm. And the, little, the lovely little wolf right beside her is her animal companion, Isaror. She mm-hmm. is a half-elven druid. Um, neutral good and she's got like long I want to say dark brown hair it's also asymmetrical so it's like shaved at the side and then really long on on the other oh I love that (laughs) evergreen eyes because you know druid Mm. Um, an elf like elves are pretty nature too oh yeah Double the nature. Uh, <laughs> she got that from her dad. Um, she has like basic leather on. Nothing too special in that department. Um, but she's like Alden. She's also very optimistic. She's pretty happy. She almost always has a skip in her step. Her wolf beside her is or is kind of just trotting along, um, alongside her. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He just needs to learn to not bite. <laughs> At this uh, point, how is Isaro reacting to this uh, tall, strange blonde man waving at him? He's not strange. Uh, I think he, I think he's actually kind of happy. He's he's kind of um, looking at the hand and probably wants to go sniff it. Oh my god. Oh. So he's he's not he's not a bad he's not a bad boy. He's, he's kind of holds a, out his hand. <laughs> the dog bites him. No! No <laughs> Hey, I'm controlling Isaror. <laughs> Sometimes uh Isaror will become possessed by a spirit called the GM. Hey uh, it's a nasty a bitch condition. ass spirit. Yeah, the bitch ass spirit. 
GM stands for a giant maggot. Oh my um, god. Wow. All right. Okay. So uh, you guys are on the road. Uh, you are have been uh, walking for a while now. Uh, this charter uh, was one that you were also assigned together. Uh, because back in Brevoy, essentially, um, they basically put out a call for adventurers and asked for people uh, who'd be willing to uh, explore Greenbelt for a monetary sum. Um, and a few of you responded. Uh, so you guys wouldn't really know each other yet. You've probably been on the road for a day or two together by now. Uh, and knowing that you're getting close to Oleg's is probably a bit of a relief because, you know, it's a house. It's not like sleeping under the stars is nice and all, but, uh, well, everyone, like, it's, it's probably more of peace of mind than anything. Everyone in the Stolen Lands or around the Stolen Lands has heard of its reputation. It is untamable. Uh, it's like ridiculously hard uh, to even set up uh, any aspect of civilization here. Um, so you guys, it's probably a little anxiety inducing at times, except for the druid who like, you know, loves nature. You know? Uh, a little, <laughs> a li knowing like exactly how wild this place is supposedly is, knowing that you're going to be close to at least some aspect of civilization, even if it is the last stop for the next 36 miles. It's something. Well, you know, if you like that. So how how are you guys all doing? Let's let's get into character. So I'm going to cut my hands and then you guys are going to be your characters. So uh, abracadabra, let's go. Oh, did it happen already? <laughs> I think it's Who's already it happened. to? <laughs> You're, uh, okay, the two of you, uh, sorry, the two of you, you hear Iker just start talking it to nobody. What happens? Are you, is everything okay? Are you good? Oh, did I say something? Sorry. <laughs> uh, don't worry about that, yeah? Uh, if you say so. Sure. I do say so. Thank you. Um, the tree, the tree of you, or should I say four? Should I include Isoror? Yes. Yes, okay. of course. The four of you, um, this is a whole party. Usually parties are four people, and we have four people. Iker, Alden, Casca, and Isaror. I, I, <laughs> I resent the fact that Iker is counted as a person. Okay. Well, anyway, um, you start coming close to uh, what you assume is Oleg's trading post. Uh, it is sort of like a walled-in... Uh, like a ver or like a tiny town. Like I'm talking like uh, about the size of like uh, a very small housing estate. You can see there's probably like three or four buildings behind those tall wooden walls. Uh, and yeah, this is where you have to go uh, to sort of like get stocked up for your big exploration. So what do you guys do? Um, Alden <laughs> um, looks over and he's like, oh. Oh, there's the there's the trading post. We should hurry, because I'm tired of being outside. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's, Let's go outside. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't worry. I just I just want to be inside for a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Okay. A few more days, please. God, <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys go in? Yep. Okay, you now stand uh, 
just outside the doors of uh, Oleg's trading post. Uh, do you guys want to enter? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, in you go. Uh, you can see that there are indeed a few buildings. Uh, there's a stable for some horses. Uh, what you presume is like a small inn. Uh, some storage rooms, etc., etc. Um, a woman comes out of uh, one of the buildings. Uh, oh. And she sees you immediately. She's, uh, you assume, in her 30s. Uh, she's a blonde woman. Uh, hardy. She looks like she's uh, done a fair bit of, uh, you know, manual labor in her time. Uh, but she has a kind smile. Uh, and that smile widens uh, when she sees you. Uh, and she sort of, like, uh, rushes over and uh, smiles and says, Oh, greetings. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we've been waiting for you. And uh, she sort of uh, gestures you to come in closer. Oh, pardon. Um, allow me to uh, introduce myself. My name is uh, Svetlana Leviton. It's a pleasure to meet you both. Uh, all four of you. All three of you. Four. Sorry, I'm <laughs> just very excited. Um, would you like to come in? Uh, we've got food uh, being made. Uh, if you'd like some. Oh, please. Sure. Uh, she is treating you like a prince, or, well, she's treating you real well, I'll say that much. Like, you don't usually walk into a store and have someone offer you food. So, like, <laughs> this probably surprises you guys a little bit. Yeah, um, a lot. She's already running away, uh, like, going back inside and calling for her husband. I like her. Okay, cool. She seems nice. She's really nice, that's yeah. It's quite a bit of hospitality, not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not complaining. Uh, obviously not. I. This is nice. Uh, you enter and uh, you see who you presume is her husband. He is... Uh, if she is hardy, then he is like double hardy. The man's got like, uh, you know, sort of like scratches on his arms and face, which you presume are from like just moving stuff around and like you know sometimes you'll bump your face or you might like stub your elbow blah 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 (laughs) he's definitely done uh, like more than a fair share of manual labor um and uh he is currently uh hammering away at uh the ceiling of uh something when he comes in when you guys come in and uh he sort of nods and says I I was just fixing up a leak in the uh ceiling for you lot so it didn't bother you at all it wouldn't have bothered me, but thank you. I'm oh. glad that you fixed your ceiling. Oh. You two are very uh, thank kind. Thank you. Huh? So uh, Svetlana uh, puts down on a nearby table uh, a hearty stew, some warm bread, and uh, she even comes out and opens a bottle of wine and says, we're very thankful for you coming. Well, it's really no uh, problem. I... Not that I don't appreciate the hospitality and everything, but don't you think that's just a little uh, much? No, I don't think that wine is much at all. Cool. Glad I'm the only one on this page. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a point, Eka. Neither of them are sitting down to eat, I should point out. Uh, they're both like, this is made specifically for you guys. Are you too sure you don't want any? Like, Oh no, don't worry, We'll we'll have some food later. Uh, we, you've got more than enough we work. Coming in advance? No, you haven't. Uh, but they seem to have already known what you were here for, and they seem real, real jazzed about it. They're like, "Yeah, explorers, hell yeah!" Uh, 
you, uh, did you say that you were expecting us earlier? Oh yeah, we got we got uh, word of uh, word of your arrival from uh, some messenger uh, from uh, Restov. Said you'd be on your way. We're so tired. I don't. Do we speak to uh, any messenger? Hey, they hold on. Is, the is there a skill for sense motive? Uh, I think that would be perception in this case, because you're trying to see what's okay, what's up. Go. So we're gonna get the first roll All of the campaign. Right, Come on, Davy, give us the yeah. goods. Roll those dice. Um, I got a nineteen plus five, twenty-four. Well, they definitely don't mean you harm if you're worried about that. Okay, he was just like confused as to why they were so. But they seem to potentially, like, there is no way people should be this happy over just explorers coming in, like having some food and leaving, like. You're not bringing them that much business. They're like acting like you're like their saviors, but like you're just here to like get some food and go. Mm-hmm. Um, Alden looks over and he's like, "Are you sure you guys are like? Are you sure you're both okay? Like you like I don't mean to like intrude or sound mean or weird or anything or even distrustful because I'm not. I'm just you. Bo- you both seem a little bit like." over-enthusiastic about it, and I'm just worried? I mean, what's not to be happy, grateful for? That's the word. We're very happy that you finally, they finally sent someone. Finally okay, sent this someone. Is, yes, they sent us, but what exactly? The, the bandit problem. What? The bandit problem. Uh-huh. Yes, Restov said that they were going to be sending some adventurers to take care of the bandits who have been plaguing our our outpost. Oh. kind of turns over to whisper to Icarus. She's like, was that on the pamphlet? I don't think so. No, but fuck, I'd do it. I mean, I mean, it's to help people, but at the same time, did we really sign up for that? I don't think No, but who cares? Yeah, right. honestly. I guess. It's something, it's is something the matter? No, uh, that's good. Don't worry. It was, I was just a little confused about something. Don't worry about it. You're going to have to roll deception on that one, my friends. Well, I didn't lie. I didn't say a thing. <laughs> yeah, you didn't lie. Uh, what do I roll for that? Oh. Well, for you, Iker, you will have to roll... Uh, well, the deception roll. So that would be... Uh, you are untrained in deception. So you'll only be adding your charisma modifier, which is plus four. Uh, 16 13 My charisma modifier is 0 So 13, flat 13 16 Okay, flat 13 4 is 20 Hmm? 16 plus 4 is 20 I rolled a 20 Okay, well you've uh, You fooled these guys Cool <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like, why? Why did you lie? You don't need to lie Don't so worry <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying it, but he's thinking well, it. I don't want to worry <laughs> Well, Oleg himself then, uh, he uh, folds his arm and says, We've been waiting weeks for someone to come do something about this. What took you guys so long? Uh, well, we kind of just got the job. <laughs> yeah. I we, mean, well, like, how, how long have they been traveling? Uh, about two days. Like, they got this job two days ago. Yeah, about like 
We'll say about four days ago total. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alden's like, well, we just got this job two I days mean, I ago. I would have come sooner if, like, I heard about it, but sorry. Yeah, if it's a bandit ago. problem, I've run into those a couple times. I... Um, as you're, like, like telling them that you only got the job a few days ago, uh, Oleg sort of shows his hands in the air, like, ugh! And, like, he turns and, like, goes to, like, st- like he stomps away, cursing under his breath. Uh, and Svetlana's like, no, you know it's always very difficult with administration in Restov. And he says, bloody city folk, no good for not. And he's like, he seems to be kind of uh, annoyed that uh, this has been happening. Like, this is has been an ongoing problem, seemingly. And is only now getting addressed, and even then, not really. So, well, great first impression of the Stoneland so far. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but let's let's sit down for a second. Uh... Svetlana sits across from you, a uh, sort of worried expression uh, going over her face now, and. Uh, Svetlana uh, turns to you and says, um, well, before all else, let's... Why don't I tell you what's happening? Maybe then you'll be able to have a better idea of what to do. Yeah, I think that'll help us a lot to kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. You really arrived just in time, first off. Um, well, about three months ago, uh... A group of bandits uh, visited the trading post. They threatened to burn down everything and abduct me for their own amusements back at uh, camp if uh, we didn't agree to hand over all the furs and trade goods we'd accumulated over the past month from hunters and trappers. Since then, the bandits have returned twice more, each with an hour of sunrise on the first day of the month. Uh, uh, We've learned that if we have our taxes ready and hand them over quickly, the bandits will leave. They always seem to be eager to return to their yeah. camp somewhere in the Greenbelt. Makes me think the camp must be about a day's ride away. And Oleg speaks up now and says, First time the bandits visited, there was a dozen of them. Ten low-ranking ones and a cloaked man armed with a bow and a woman who carries two small hatchets. Um, did the majority of the talking on the first trip, and her black sense of humor and the way she smiled when she spoke, uh, especially when she was talking about my dear Svetlana, was terrifying. And also seemed to be kind of sharp, you know, kind of an observant looking one. The man was crude and yeah. foolish. And then uh, the one says, this plus, uh, this plus the fact that the one nearly lopped off Oleg's right hand with one of her hatchets in a cruel bit of mockery. It has made me think that she was probably the most dangerous of the bandits. Seems fairly relentless, yes. Uh, and Seems like an asshole. Svetlana, Svetlana kind of rubs her hand and says, as it was, yeah. she took my wedding ring right off my hand and tossed it to one of uh, her men as payment for not shortening Oleg's reach. Do you remember what he looked like or what the wedding ring looked like? Because I'll um, try to get it back for you. The ring had a silver dragon on it. Uh, 
uh, going around the the rim. All right. Um, that's if you can find it. I'll do everything that I can to get it back. Promise we will. If anything, Isora could probably sniff it out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The still lands are a big place. Good dog. He's got a sharp nose. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oleg uh, clears his throat and says, Second and third visit, only the crude hooded man accompanied the bandits. Okay. Second visit, he only came with six men. On the third, he only had four. Makes me think that next time he'll have even fewer in number, and hopefully the scary woman with the hatchets won't be with them. Hopefully. Alright. It sure would be easier on us. And so Atlanta says, As it were, the bandits are scheduled to arrive tomorrow. Okay. So, will you help us? Will you come to our aid? Of course. Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't we? You've no idea how much of a relief that is. Not everyone in the Stone Lands is as kind as you. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah, that's I fair. I just want to help people. Thank you. Well, as payment for your help, we can at the very least offer you free board for tonight. And maybe some more food if you're hungry later on. I will be. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Oleg sort of like raises an eyebrow and says, Ah, oh, hungry one, are you? Yeah. If he turns to Settler and says, I like him. Alden <laughs> <laughs> <then> smiles. <laughs> uh, so uh, he turns to you and says, So, what's the plan tomorrow? Well, so. Where do they usually here? show up? Yeah, an hour within, uh, within an hour of sunrise, on the first day of the month, that's tomorrow. And they come through, I assume, what, like, the front and just. Mm hmm. Of course. All right. Um. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's already an advantage because I don't think that they would assume that you have anyone else other than you two. No. Usually the only people we really have here are uh, traveling merchants. Not really the adventuring sort, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So it's already... they They already aren't expecting this... So I think that it would be... I don't know how great I am at hiding. It's true. If we get the jump on them, then they... They really would Can't be too hard it. to take down. Hmm. Definitely. I just swing my sword. <laughs> I got a really long spear. Just it's a fucking cool Thrust spear. my rapier, I guess. <laughs> but do and you... <laughs> my next question is... Do you want them alive or dead, or do you care? <laughs> I like this one even more now. He, like, slaps the table. I'm gonna take that as a... No, I want them dead. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Cool. I have no no love for our tormentors. Jesus I personally Christ. plan on hanging their bodies from the sudden palisade uh, as a warning to the other brigands. Hey, holy shit. <laughs> I was, I uh, was with Lana, you for like, that first half. <laughs> Svetlana kind of like no, I think that's, grimaces I think, I like, think that's a little bit uh, I think that's a little bit metal I think I'd be careful because you have customers uh, too Svetlana grimaces and says 
Oleg has funny ideas about what's practical and what's not. <laughs> and Oleg says, it'll work! It'll scare them off! They won't want... No one Oleg, wants to it'll come scare mess with a training off. outpost which has skeletons hanging from outside. But they don't, it's like, Oleg, 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 dear, dear Oleg, your sweet, sweet, dear Oleg. <laughs> you are going to scare every single customer off with bodies hanging from your fucking store, my guy. My Not if we write the word bandits on their front. My guy, my dude, please, I, I am begging understand you. understand if people will. When you have a farm, when you have a farm, if you want to scare off the crows, you get some dead crows and you hang them up. What? No, that's you not. Build a that's not what you do. I would know this. I've I'm never been to a, a farm once in my entire life, and I am dead sure that that is not what you do. <laughs> I, I can tell life. you for sure it's not because I've lived on two farms already. <laughs> oh, I come from a oh, farming like, background, and yes, it is. Oh, you, like, you, do <laughs> what? you do what? You do what? I'm you, sorry. I don't. My uncle don't. You're, Let's. That's not important. Okay. Fair enough. Whatever. This okay. is too much. We'll talk about this later. We're talking about this later. <laughs> we'll address this at a later um, date. Regardless, uh, you convinced Oleg. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> don't Oleg. hang the body. Oleg, that's not what normal people do. What's the body <laughs> on the floor? Dice will roll. Will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Uh, so, uh, what do you want to do then? What's, what's the plan? I think that the current plan is to find, is to, well, I mean sleep, and then in the morning, before they would get here, hide somewhere. And then, just, you know, just kind of, just kind of, you know, just kind of, kind of. I'll serve as bait. I'll make. Sh- I'll stand where I always do and welcome them in. And then, when they least expect it, we get them. Yeah. Hey, are you sure that's All safe? Right. I will get um, Svetlana kind of clears her throat and says, "Do make sure to stay out of harm's way, Oleg. You're not a fighter." Yes, I'll... that's. Yeah. Make sure to keep him safe. Don't worry. I don't want anybody getting hurt unless they deserve it. In which case, yeah. <laughs> All right. They definitely deserve it. Yeah, that's fair. Just be careful acting as bait, I guess. Yeah. You know me, always careful. And we'll try not to make you stall for too long. Oleg, Oleg, I have known you not very long. But you do not strike me as a well, careful man. Well... Suit yourself. Um, and with that, uh, he starts tearing into the stew that you had assumed was only for you guys, but no, he's a hungry man as well. Well, so does Alden, because he's a hungry boy. Hungry boy. Okay. And so you guys, uh, you guys dig in. You start munching and crunching. Crunching stew? 
Croutons, just croutons in it. I'm sorry, I tuned back in. It's, it's, it's croutons and hot dog water. There's, there's croutons in the stew. In the stew? They're real In classy. the stew? Dairy? Dairy? You want to explain to me why there are croutons in the stew? So you wake uh, up the next morning. <laughs> Great. I'm glad we skipped over this. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, okay. Morning comes, uh, and you guys wake up bright and early, yeah. knowing that You've got some stuff to do yep. today. Sure do. So, uh... Stuff and things. So, the way Pathfinder works is, for initiative, uh, you... There's not an initiative roll anymore. You roll any skill that you think you'd be using in this case. So, whenever you're ready, we'll use stealth, okay? Okay. Okay. So, uh... Oleg and Svetlana, <laughs> they wake you up. Uh... And uh, Svetlana turns to you and says... Are you ready for all of this? Yeah. Sure, why not? Fuck it, right? We can do this. Alright. Well, hopefully they don't have too many of them with them. So... You guys, uh, go outside. What's the what's the plan? How are you gonna hide? Oh, yeah, we should probably choose a place to hide, huh? I mean, it's, like, just for flavor, what's a good way to hide? Behind um, something, preferably? Alden wants to hide behind something because he knows for a fact that he is not good <gasps> at being stealthy when he is not literally hidden. Hey, are there raised platforms in here? Uh, yeah, there are actually, uh, like around the walls, uh, there are several, um, there are several, uh, s- like, walkways, I suppose, around the edge of the walls, which you could, like, climb up and be on. Uh, Iker climbs up those. Okay, so Iker, you are currently on one of the platforms. Uh, near the door, presumably? Yes. He's on near the door. Okay. Alden, where are um... you gonna hide? Sorry, I moved the token to think. Um, I think in... The stable, maybe? In the yeah. stable, okay. Uh, you go into the stable. There is a single horse in here, and he looks mangy and jittery. In fact, the second that you see it, it already gets spooked. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. oh my God! I can't get this uh As you're going in, mm-hmm. uh, Svetlana, uh, she looks in and says, Oh, try not to bother uh, Clatterjaw. He's very easily scared. Clatterjaw! Clatterjaw! I would fucking die for this horse. There's some oats on the floor. Would you like to? Would you like to feed him? Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Magical. Yes. Yes, I would. You can't because he's not going to eat them because he's very afraid. Hey. <laughs> diplomacy on this horse. Oh my god. Oh. You cannot roll diplomacy can, on the horse. I can though. <laughs> Wait, KK can roll diplomacy like on the horse chaotic. because she's a druid. On the horse, there's no, there's no handle animal in here. You can't do it. You just this horse is terrified of you. He wants to be friends. He's gonna ask her for help later. Sorry, I the like the the image of you like saying we have to stop these bandits walking into a stable seeing a horseman oh and they're like scooping up a load of oats to give this horse and the horse like backs into a corner. <laughs> it's yes, okay, Haska will help you like later. <laughs> Iker wants to feed him. He is. I'm. Iker doesn't know there's a horse. I know, but... That's not metagame. Deep, deep in his heart of hearts. Deep in his Iker heart. <laughs> he 
wants to feed that horse. Casca. Casca, where oh are you God. hiding? <laughs> okay. Um, she's going to want to get someplace where she can get close to them when they get the jump. So where are they going to be standing specifically? Uh, they're going to be coming in through the front door. Into the front door, and are they just going to be standing in like the... Uh... Courtyard. They'll be standing in the courtyard. Okay, so just the empty space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm thinking either staying in the stables as well, or like in the back storage room behind uh, Oleg. I'm not entirely sure. You could also like just hide behind one of the buildings. Uh, behind the guest house, which is where you slept last night. Okay. Uh, you'd be able to hide outside the wall there. Will I be able to, like, just automatically get the jump on them and then start attacking? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that then. And Isaror's coming with me. So you go... Uh, Isaror and Casca go hide behind, uh, the guest yes. house. Okay. And, uh, you guys all stay there for a while... Uh, until eventually uh, uh, you hear uh, the uh, clattering of hooves on the path about an hour after sunrise. The doors are closed uh, and uh, there's uh, a, a yell from the other side as well as like knocking and like you know some just pretty angry noises and uh, one yell says uh Open up, or we'll start tossing some fire in to speed your asses up. Which is a direct quote from the book. <laughs> um, Interesting. Great. Fantastic uh, writing. Oleg, uh, he comes over, and uh, he opens up the door for them, and uh, in come a group of <gasps> bandits. Oh my god, wait, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Technically, we like, didn't. Fighting bandits? Ugh. Yeah, bandits. <laughs> uh, there's four of them. Um, so uh, three of them just look like ooh, three of them look like regular mooks. Uh, but then uh, on the other hand, there's a guy at the front uh, who clearly looks like he's the leader of the bunch. Hmm. Uh, and Oleg grimaces as he says, and says, "Haps, Haps, nice to see you again." Later than normal today, huh? And uh, Hap says, "I don't have time for that. Just give us what you uh, what we are owed, and we'll leave you alone in no time." Uh, and he starts looking around a bit and says, "Not many of you this time, hmm?" Says, "No, that's not important. Just give us. You don't want me to have to take direct action now, do you?" Oleg, he says, uh, sort of leaning forward menacingly. And uh, Oleg uh, grimaces and says, "You know, it would be uh, would be a shame if uh, someone stopped you." Says, what the fuck do you mean? Just give us the. T-. And now I want you guys to roll initiative. <laughs> oh, I was about to say something. So I want you guys to roll stealth in distance yeah. because you're hiding. Eighteen. That's with the minus. Like that's I rolled a fourteen. But it's uh, eleven plus four fifteen. Looking pretty good. Uh 
and I will roll for these guys now. Uh, that's an 11, uh, plus 6, which is uh, 17, minus 8, because they really weren't expecting you. <laughs> Bitches. Bitches <laughs> So that's a 9 total for this guy at the front, who uh, you heard uh, his name is Haps. Haps Biden. Haps Biden, uh, fucking loser. The other guys, uh, that's a 14, plus... Uh, two is 16, minus eight, that's an eight. Not very good rolls for these guys. Bitches. Okay, Casca, you're first. They have not noticed you yet. Okay. In fact, none of them will have noticed you by the time that you all jump out. You hit super good and they were not expecting this. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Oh. That's right. Cool. So uh, I should point out for people who haven't played Pathfinder uh, second edition yet, uh, the move system uh, for this is you have three actions. Those three actions can be any one thing. Some activities like casting a spell might take more than one action, but uh, it comes down to having three actions on your turn every turn. So, Casca, what are your three actions for this time? Okay, so... If I command Isseror, then it's just going to take one of my actions, and then he takes two. Yes, that's right. Isaror is a minion, so uh, you take one action to give him two actions that he can use. Okay, got it. So, first action, she's going to move... Um, she's going to move away from behind the building in front... Uh, a, little far, a little further away from um, Haps and, the minion, and his minions. But that's fine. Uh, cause mm-hmm. she has a long spear, so oh, her attacks can reach up to ten feet. Pretty okay, high. nice. So <laughs> she is going to attack with said spear. She gets a nineteen plus five to hit, so twenty-four. Ooh. Okay, well, twenty-four. Uh, let me check. Is it half spear attacking? Yes. Give me the big boy. Okay, yeah, that is a hit. Awesome. You get him real good. Five damage. Five damage, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. He takes that damage. Uh, you stab into his shoulder, and he yells out, like, fucking! And, like, uh, sort of stumbles back, uh, completely taken by surprise by this sudden intrusion. How rude of you. <laughs> Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? First of all, when, once he uh, once he's stabs and curses, she looks him in the eye and winks. She says, didn't expect that now, did you? And she <laughs> whistles and calls Isaro. And he comes bolt. And for his two turns, he comes bolting out from the other side of the building to flank these guys. He's defending the door. Ooh, okay. Kind sexy. Ooh. And... Uh... And, yeah, go for he is going to scratch at the uh, bandit that's right behind Haps. He's gonna go for in a bite. Yeah. He's gonna bite. Sexy. Let's, let's see that bite. He's gonna bite you. He's gonna get you. <laughs> He's gonna get you. Oh, fuck. That's great. Um... Hit, so it's a nine. 
no, okay. Uh, uh, the wolf comes bounding out from nowhere and uh, certainly scares the shit out of this guy, but he jumps forward just out of uh, the wolf's reach. Dang. Okay. Well, he's still defending the door and he's looking very intimidating. Does he piss his pants a little bit? Uh, The bandit does piss and shit just a little bit. Uh, And he says, It's a trap! Um, Trap. Icker, it's your turn. Um, Before jumping down, Icker says, uh, Only thing you're owed is a swift kick to the ass. Um, He's going to jump down and that's one action. And... Mm -hmm. You can actually use the leap skill if you'd like to get a little further with that. The fucking what now? Uh, part of athletics is leaping. So you can just sort of like do a long jump. Does that sound like it might be useful yes. here? Because you're jumping off a platform? Wait, how far can I jump? Uh, let me tell you. You take a careful but short jump. You can leap up to 10 feet horizontally if your speed is at least 15 feet. Or uh, up to 15 feet horizontally if your speed is at least 30 feet. You land in the space where your leap ends, blah, blah, blah. So basically, uh, you can... Uh, oh, you don't even have to make an athletics check here. Uh, you just move uh, 10 feet. So you can sort of, like, jump off. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, uh, if you wanted to land uh, right in the thick of things, you could roll uh, athletics and just jump as far as you can. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay, well, roll athletics for me. Okay, I will. Um, oh god, that's a negative one. Um, uh. You're, no, no, no. Uh, Brits, uh-huh. it's your strength. Oh! Okay. What was that? <laughs> roll me athletics check. That's 15. Oh yeah, that does it. You leap like a soaring eagle and uh, <laughs> land 15 feet uh, away from where you were standing, uh, jumping off the platform into the tick of the bandits. Fuck yeah. What now? Oh yeah, my next move. <laughs> um, he yeah, you're now surrounded by bandits. What do you do? He's gonna fucking stab real good with his rapier. Um, and that is plus five to hit. Okay, not a good roll. I rolled a flat. What three. did you get? Um, so that's plus five. So that's okay. Eight. Well, an eight is a miss. So you do this like super <laughs> cool jump and you land and you go ah and like it misses and the dancer like oh. cool. Oh, no. You certainly spoofed them. I'm so glad. Uh, you get one more action. If you wanted to attack again, you could, but this time uh, you will have a minus five to your roll. So, what do you do? You know. You have a few spells that only take one action, like shield or uh, oh, you're right. inspire courage. You're right. Um, he's going to cast shield. Okay. So, uh, around uh, your, like, you sort of do a few waves with your hand, and a blue shield of energy appears around your uh, forearm. Uh, which you can now raise uh, to give you a plus one to AC. Uh, and you could also, if someone attacks you, use the uh, shield block action. Cool. Which we'll get into if it comes to it. Sexy, okay? alright. Okay. Alden, it is your turn. What do you do? Alden rushes out of the stable after telling um, what was it, Clutterjaw? Clutterjaw? Stay yeah. safe. Um, <laughs> Clutterjaw refuses. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, he rushes out and he moves about mm, 20 feet because that's as far as he can go. Um, yeah, he's wearing a little heavier armor, so he's a little slower. Uh-huh. And goes right up to the, the, the main guy. 
Haps. Haps Biden. Haps. Don't forget it. Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> and he, with his long sword, he goes to slash, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, one second. Let me. He's got a sword and shield, right? Yeah, he's got a sword and shield. Sword and board. Okay, go mm-hmm. for it. Um, seven plus nine. Ooh, seven plus nine. God damn. Yeah, that's a hit. All right. Um, a sixteen. And then D eight. Jesus, which one's a D eight? Fuck. It's the one that's like a D four except double. It's like a diamond. Oh, it's okay. Friska. Um, four plus four, so eight. Eight damage. Jesus, you guys are really wailing on Biden, huh? I made a little man, and I say little, but he's like a foot taller than me. <laughs> he's just as big as Iker. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like fucking giants. Short is at like five ten. <laughs> Why do we all have tall Jeez. people? She's half elf. Half orc. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's get let's knock into that now. Um, you have two actions left. Well, no, one yeah. action because you ran into your attack. Um, he's gonna lift his shield. Okay, you lift your shield. Uh, Oleg uh, turns and sprints, but not before he yells a "fuck y'all" and runs. Hell yeah! Woo! And he crashes inside to his wife. <laughs> um, Beautiful wife. It is now Haps's oh, turn. Wait, does he take an action to kiss his wife? Thank you. He does take an action. He does a kiss action. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm saying let me roll to kiss. Uh, that is enough 20 to kiss. He kisses her real good. <laughs> yes. Um, good. Okay. Damn. Heterosexuals. <laughs> Bold of you to assume they're not both Okay. Five. Okay, true. Right? <laughs> uh, so Hap snarls and says, You good for nothing adventurers. I'll, uh, I'll skin you all. I'll throw you into the river for the fish to eat. Oh, yeah? You can uh, he try. Says, as he's, like, trying to figure a way out of this. Um, yeah, you gotta do that You before. can tell... That was one hell of a boast, because he does not look like he's in a good position. Um, he immediately takes an action to try step away, which uh, doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity from you, Alden, because a step Bastard. is... Uh, he just manages to get out of the way. And then uh, he rushes off again with another action to sort of uh, get a little bit out of the way. And uh, he starts hunting Alden. Uh, as a ranger, uh, he is now uh, sort of focusing specifically on Alden and ways to kill him. <laughs> so we'll see if he can, like, last. Because... Okay. Uh, certainly he looks a little bit surprised. Um, it's now the bandit's turn. So, uh, one of these bandits, uh, is gonna step uh, forward towards Casca and start attacking her. And that is a, uh, a six plus four, so a ten. Something tells me a ten is, uh, doesn't hit your AC. Give me checking in, I closed out of the tab. <laughs> no. Okay, not so good. Not so good at all. Uh, another one is immediately going to use his uh, longbow on Alden. So that is not so good at all. That is a two plus four. That's a six. Um, does a hit, six hit your touchy C, Dave? I say, Derry, but no. <laughs> it doesn't hit your touchy C. No, I'm a good um, boy. 
What's your touch AC right now? 14. Okay, so the bandit's gonna uh, start uh, shooting at Alden again. Okay. Uh, that is an 11 plus... Uh, oh, it's a 10 total because it's a minus one this time. Uh, 10 still doesn't hit. Uh, this bandit is reevaluating its uh, their life choices. <laughs> and last one is a 19 minus 4, a 15. Does that hit? Does it? I think it might. Yeah, it does. Oh, I'm proud of him. Honestly, yeah. so. He does one Honestly, I'll be real with you, so am I. Oh, wait, wait. This is a longbow, so because you're within 50 feet, he does take a penalty to it. So he does miss again. Um, Alden, said, Alden says, it's okay, take your time. Fuck you! The bandit snarls. Uh... The last one is going to try attack Iker. That's a 17 plus yeah, 4. Hits. Does a 21 yes, hit? Yes, it fucking does. Okay, surprise. Uh, so that is 3 damage. Cool. Uh, he's going to try again. That's a nat 1! Hooray! Die. <laughs> Duality of okay. man. A duality of man indeed. So, uh, hmm. I think he kind of like slips up a bit while he's attacking you uh, and uh, drops the weapon. And he's like, shit! And he spends the rest of his turn picking up the weapon. He spends his turn laughing at him. <laughs> no, he doesn't actually spend his uh, turn doing that. Okay, Casca, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, there's a boy on me. <laughs> there is a boy she on me. He doesn't you. like that. <laughs> okay. Actually, oh, oh, ho, 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 ho. I have an idea. <laughs> so, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? She's gonna. So she's just gonna. She's gonna put her spear back for a second, just, you know, <laughs> touch the bandit on his shoulder and cast Goblin mm-hmm. Pox. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. <laughs> So tell me what Goblin Pox is, KK. Like, what's it? What's it do? I don't like the sound of it. I hate it. I hate the sound of that. Ear touch um, afflicts the target with Goblin Pox. The effect is based on the result of the target's fortitude save. So give me that fortitude save to see what happens to this poor bastard. Okay. Fuck this Goblin Pox. A nine plus what is his fortitude? Four. That's a thirteen. And my spell DC is going to be ten plus my level plus my wisdom modifier. Uh, it'll be ten plus your wisdom modifier plus your level plus two. My level plus because two. you're trained. Oh yeah. So levels one plus two three uh, plus four seven plus ten seventeen. So <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, he fails. What happens? So this man. This boy, this poor bastard, has failed, and he is afflicted with goblin, po- goblin pox. Uh, stage at one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um. So, for the first round, he's uh, sickness one. Ooh, okay. So he is sick. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, he doesn't like that, I don't think. I, yeah, I sure hope he doesn't. 
so uh, now that he's sick, uh, it means that uh, he takes a minus one to all his checks and can't drink any potions, which is a shame because he has no potions. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's going to be hers, and then she's going to call out to Isoror again. He's going to try biting again. Okay, go for it. Ooh, that's even that's better. 17 plus five. Ooh, 17 is a uh, tasty, tasty. Oh, well, it was going to be plus, plus five what? anyway, so good. <laughs> well, 17 plus five is what, 23? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good boy hit. Uh, Isror goes in for the kill. Well, not the kill, but like... The kill. He goes in for like a nice tasty crunch. Kill. Whether he kills him or not, he's certainly yeah. going for it. Yes, that's tr- that's a... You know what? You're right, Dave. <laughs> so... He does that. And he does six plus eight damage. Oof. Well, he almost kills this guy off the bat. Big, wait, wait a minute. He has two actions there. He has two actions there. Oh, God. <laughs> Good lord. Um, <laughs> the bandit shrieks in pain as uh, Isoror is tearing into his leg. Hey, hey, Derry, how does a 16... How does a 16... 16? A 16 is it hits it hits a 16 hits <laughs> Oh max damage baby fuck sexy So Isaror This guy is like bleeding pretty badly from his leg like that's some serious meat that's been taken out Isaror leans back and then lunges forward and goes for the throat <laughs> killing this man in an awful fashion <laughs> uh, it causes the other bandits to shriek. Caskill looks back at Isra. She's like, "Good boy." <laughs> oh Isra says, "Bork, bork." <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Iker, you're standing right next to this guy as he gets fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> and it's your turn. Great. Um, he's gonna try again to hit this the fool next to the fool who just died. Um, oh, you should probably step over that corpse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real dainty, like like. Uh, yeah, he's got long legs. He can do it. Um, actually, you know what? He just steps on him. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a five foot step, so I can do that. Um, pull for fucking Ray Beard, fuck up. Fuck, that's a nat 20. Holy shit. <laughs> and you know what? Rapiers uh, have a very fun thing that happens when you get a nat 20. Oh, yeah? Uh, so rapiers are deadly. Oh, so I need you to roll me a d6, which is your regular damage or a rapier. d6 plus uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, I think it's d6 plus 2 because of your strength. It's 3, so that's plus 2, it's 5. Okay, that's 10 damage. Cool. Uh, now I need you to roll me a d8. Okay. <laughs> From the deadly oh, damage. Shit. Yeah. Seven. You step over this guy's body, and do you do anything or say anything cool as you kill this fucking guy with a single blow? Be gone, bandit. <laughs> and with that, you stab him through the lungs, and he wheezes out a gutted, like a gutted. Like, I, it's like more like a wheeze donating. And when you pull out, he falls to the floor, super dead. Said, fuck bandit rights. 
god. <laughs> uh, you've one action left. What do you do? Your uh, shield has dissipated since last time. Cool. Um, uh, you could also cast um, Inspire Courage, or uh, which would give everyone, a, including yourself, a plus one to attack and damage rolls. Um, attack and damage rolls? Yes. Okay. And uh, with will saves against fear. Okay. Yeah, he'll do that. Um, he'll inspire some courage. Okay, so how do you do that? Because this is uh, composition. It's music. Oh, <laughs> um, he's probably going to sing something that's like um, popular with the times. Probably something that like is sang in like, a pub or something. Yeah, so like... Yeah, like a drinking yeah. song. Or of, like a folk song in yeah. general. Uh, okay, you start singing this out, and uh, Alden and Casca, you are sort of like uh, invigorated by this performance. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, this this is fucking epic. Hell yeah! There's like <laughs> yeah, some this is epic. yeah, there's some like real good new tunes in there. He hits real high notes. <laughs> nice. Uh, He's a tenor. <laughs> okay, Alden, it's your turn. Um, looks back at, um, I'm sorry, I'm still learning names. At, uh, KK, no, 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 no. Hops? Yeah, at, he looks back oh, at Casca. Casca. He's like, are you good? Yeah, don't worry, this boy's okay. mine. Okay, all right, fair enough. Fuck um, you! And then he... Oh, fuck you! And he goes, you know, running ten feet forward, and he's like, hey, buddy. You rush up to Hafs' face, and Hafs is like, yeah. shit. <laughs> Shit's right, bitch. Step away, worm. You've no idea who you're dealing with. I'll wear your face like a pair of gloves. Do you just say the most gross thing possible? I hit. I got a nine. nine I mean a ten. Sorry, I plus uh, nine. Uh, no, it's a ten, ten total? plus nine, which yeah, I'm nineteen. So a nineteen. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a hit. Okay. Go for it. Seven. Well, isn't that interesting? So, um, you rush over and you like raise your sword and says, "You insolent, pathetic, wriggling!" And then you slash him in half. Like you fucking damsy this guy. He is two pieces on the floor. Sorry, shit. I didn't mean to go that far. Whoa! I didn't expect to cut him in fucking half. You like joke as like he's still like he hasn't even fallen. Holy to the floor now, you're like turning and joking like, ha, ah, wow, no, holy shit, like, guys, you see that? He's more like, holy shit, did I just do that? Jesus, oh, I can't fuck. fucking control my strength. That's terrifying. Okay. Listen, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's about Haps's, it was going to be Haps's turn, but he's dead, oh, so. I'm kidding, fuck. <laughs> um, it's the bandit's turn. Uh, the bandit looks at you, Casca. Yes. And he looks at Iker. Yes. Looks at Alda. Looks at Isidore. Looks at Jimmy. <laughs> looks at uh, Frank, who uh, Iker is standing on. <laughs> and he looks at Hans. And uh, he musters his courage and says, <laughs> ah! And he fucking runs. He, like, he bolts. He is running. Um, 
He runs past a wolf. How dare you? Um, he spends all his actions running, jumps onto his horse, and fucking gets out of there. And he's gone. And you guys are now standing. And you've won. Bastard, coward, bitch. Pussy. Add that in post. <laughs> Don't, please, don't um, actually. Uh, Oleg sticks his uh, head out the uh, door, as does Svetlana, and uh, she's like, are they gone? Did you do uh, it? Does, I, does cutting someone in half count as gone? Oh my god. Well, we got three out of four. One of them decided to just run like a bitch, so... Cowardly bugger. I mean... He also has goblin pox, so that's gonna be a that's gonna be something that he has to handle later. Yeah, huh? Don't worry about it. Uh, he he raises an eyebrow and says, "Ah, magic user, I see." A little bit. I also have a long spear. <laughs> I like her as well. <laughs> wow, sure, like anyone that has. All three of you are good folk. Uh, Oleg sort uh, gestures you over uh, with a hearty grin, and he scratches his chin, says. Well, I'm worried that the remaining bandits might eventually come for revenge, but I also suspect that they're cowards. Massive, bloody cowards. Yeah. They probably won't be trying anything against trading posts for some time. Hopefully before then, we'll have managed to get our defenses up. Mm-hmm. Well, you also said that they their camp is probably a days away from here. That's right, that's right. I mean, if they started, I mean, if they started running, we could catch them within a day. Perhaps. That being, uh, that being said, and he turns back to like all the, the sort of dead bandits strung around, and says, "As payment, you guys can take whatever you want from these guys. Uh, whatever you don't take, I'll." Well, trading outposts have uh, all sorts of people come true, and uh. <laughs> Redistribution of wealth and all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and uh, Svetlana uh, also comes forward and uh, she says, uh, Additionally, here, uh, we couldn't let you go without rewarding you. And uh, she gives you... She gives you uh, ten silver each. Whoa. And like a little uh, purse. And she also says... Uh, and I, we have some potions in the storeroom as well that you might be interested in taking. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. So uh, uh, she rushes out and she goes to uh, get the potions. And she comes back a few seconds later with uh, two potions labeled healing potion. And another one that says bark skin. Mm, uh, she said, take these. They're more used to uh, you than any money we'll make off them will be useful to us. Thank you. Thank you very much. So who wants what real fast? Casca uh, already knows heal, so I think she's going to take Barkskin. Okay, so the Barkskin potion goes to Casca, and the other two get a minor healing potion? Cool. Yeah. Oh, like, sort of, like, leans against the wall and says, So, now the bandit trouble is done, what are what are you guys going to do? Alden looks over and he's like, well, um, one of the reasons that we came here was uh, to explore the Stolen Lands. Hmm. Well, it's Brevoy that sent you, right? Yep. Yep. He nods, like, not solemnly, but like, yeah. Okay. 
Well, I wish you the best of luck in that. If you need dough, uh, you can treat uh, this outpost as your home away from home. Anytime you need to come rest, uh, come sell anything, we'll be here for you. Thank you. Uh, and if it's at all interesting to you, we also have uh, some other things that might be of use. We have some wanted posters if you're looking for other quests. I think Broken is looking about that bloody tusk gutter again. He never shuts up about it. And uh, well, obviously there's the bandits. But other than that, um, you have all your stuff sort of on you from here where you go. Hmm. All, right. all right. And Svetlana nods and says, that's right. And of course, if there's ever anything we can do to help you, we are really in your debt, heroes. No problem. So you guys uh, have a whole day ahead of you. What do you uh, do? Dicker. None of you suffered any damage, I no. don't think, right? No. <laughs> wow. So you don't even have to rest up. You guys can get Almost going and do whatever you like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only got three damage, so it's not like that bad. I mean, you, yeah. And plus, you can probably get healed, so... Yeah. He just sits down for 15 should minutes be fine. and he's fine. But <laughs> yeah, honestly, right? I didn't, didn't fuck off too bad. It was only three. Um. Why are you just talking about numbers? <laughs> What's a number? <laughs> are you quantifying your, like, how much, how much, like, how many wounds you sustained in numbers? Yeah, like, That's... on a scale of maybe, like, 18 or 21. <laughs> like, I feel, like, about maybe, like, a 20. 18, maybe? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Depends on the day. He uh, turns to Svetlana as he starts going back and says, it's bloody city folk. And with that, he's I'm gone. I'm not even from the city. <laughs> I am. He was talking about... He, was, oh, he wasn't talking about you. Don't worry about it. So, uh, what do you guys want to do, then? The joyous thing about Pathfinder Kingmaker is that it is a uh, sandbox campaign. You guys are free to do whatever the fuck you want. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Read on. So, are you looking for uh, for this? Uh, want the posters? Did you say? Uh, yeah, Iker wants this. Okay. <laughs> he so steps Iker, you off snoop the around dead body for a bit. and he goes towards the posters. Oh yeah, uh, you guys can loot the uh, dead bodies. That's, as well. that's right. Iker's taking all the money. Okay. Cask and Casca, are you doing anything? Casca's taking a look, and Isaro sniffing out some loot. Okay. Well, we'll do the loot first, shall we? <laughs> okay. So. Uh, on this Haps Biden guy, <laughs> you find uh, two alchemists fire. Uh, obviously, he's got some leather armor, but that's kind of been ruined. Uh, a dagger, a composite longbow, uh, 20 arrows, two days of trail rations, and most curiously, around his neck he wears a silver amulet. Oh, yeah? And this amulet is in the shape of the skull of a stag. Oh. Well. Casca <laughs> takes one look at this and she's like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I kind of like it. I don't know. You can take it for all by all means. You can like things that are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, explains why I like you guys. I didn't even do anything here. <laughs> I'm just joking, don't worry. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, I am. Um... Listen, I just don't like it when animals are hurt. It's not real. It's it's silver. Still, it gives me the creeps. Um, And then on each of the bandits, you find some other items as well. 
Uh, some armor, obviously ruined now. More long bows, more short bows. Uh, a total of altogether uh, four days of trail rations and some more silver. All right. So, uh, actually, I'll count up how much silver you got because, like, you know, you might use it. Might. Oh, you no, might. I didn't ask I'm Dave. Just... Did you want? Did you? Did you want that necklace? Hmm. What? Oh no, he doesn't care. Okay. The the one with the stag. Yeah, it's basically basic, basically it's like it. I if he got it, he would just sell it. Not valid. Mm-hmm. So uh, the total that you got is a grand total of uh, four silver each. Hooray! Woo! Cool. Exchange rates, huh? <laughs> So add that to your gear, and if you want to take anything, sure. If not, uh, Oleg will sell it. Um, <coughs> cool. I think Cask is gonna look at the um, the longbow. Oh, are you thinking of taking that? The composite longbow. Yeah, the one that will add your strength uh, to your uh, attacks. Yeah. <laughs> well, half your strength, not your full strength. Oh. So I mean, it is a plus one, which is better than zero. That is true. Okay. Oh, she'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you take that. Uh, you can figure it out yourself. Um, but, Iker, you start uh, looking at a few of the want posters. Uh, the first poster depicts uh, a rascally looking bandit. Uh, he's got sort of like a bag thrown over his back. He looks like he looks like he's just stolen some stuff. Like he's got a bag of money in one hand and like a mis- like a real evil look in his face. Oh my god! So essentially, it says uh, the bandits in the green belt need to be shown their and that their actions will not be tolerated. Capture or defeat at least six of them to send a message. Uh, any six bandits defeated will complete this quest. Uh, one week after. Uh, a noticeable uh, decrease in activity, uh, we will give a monetary reward. Signed, the Sword Lords of Breville. The second poster shows uh, a cruel and cowardly looking uh, humanoid uh, with draconic features. Kobolds uh-huh. in the hills! The suit scale kobolds dwell in a cave somewhere in the Camelands. Normally, uh, not a problem. They've been riled up by something lately. Find their lair and ensure that the kobolds aren't going to continue being a threat. Uh, and they also say that they have another monetary reward for that. Uh, one poster is actually signed by Oleg himself. Uh, and it shows a serpent-like uh, dragon. Wanted. Tatzelworm. The way everyone talks about Tatzelworms, one might think they're swarming uh, throughout the Stolen Lands. This isn't the case. They're actually quite rare. A Tatzelworm head would be a great conversation piece at Oleg's trading post. I have promised a reward for anyone who can deliver one. He just wants a head. He just wants one. He just wants... And lastly, the last one is uh, a poster of a snorting, furious wild boar. Wanted. Tusk Gutter. <laughs> Every Greenbelt hunter has a story about Tusk Gutter, each wilder than the last. 
whoever manages to kill the ill-tempered beast will get a nice reward from the old retired uh, Vekel Benson, who lost his leg to the monster pig a year ago. Uh, and he promises uh, some uh, hunting tools to whoever can uh, kill Tuscutter, as well as a share of the head cheese he plans to make out of this trophy. Head cheese. Yeah, they scoop the brains out and they... Oh, that's gross. I'm not even going to talk about it. It's, it's food. <laughs> you eat it. Um. Y'all want some head cheese? No. <laughs> Thank you. Can you read the names out for me again? Sorry. Wait, the name of what? The names of the name. Uh, Bandits, Cobalt in the Hills, Wanted Tatzel Worm, and Wanted Tusk Gutter. Why did you ask? I'm taking notes, bitch. Oh! Oh, you're being a studious boy! Yeah, fuck you, I want to remember <laughs> shit this time. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, sure. So, uh, Iker, you, uh, uh, you come back from the once posters and see that the others are sort of scavenged most things. Uh, have you guys taken anything um, in particular? Uh, the food? The food, absolutely. Um, uh, but other than that, I don't think... Uh, that and the healing potion, other than that, I don't think all... Casca probably took the composite longbow and then the arrows, if... Probably all the arrows if no one needs it. Mm, that's... I mean, no one else has ranged weapons, so... Alright, well... She's now, she now has a ranged weapon. Okay, excellent. Iker, you've uh, returned now. Uh, do you want to take anything from these guys? Oh, already, I just took the necklace. Okay, the stag necklace. Yeah. Cool. Um, what do you do with it? I just put it in my pocket. Oh, okay. I was worried you were going to put it on. Like, yes, I'm the bandit stag no, necklace now. he would not put it on. <laughs> well, I don't know. So what do you guys say to each other? Hey. How'd you get that dog? Oh. Isn't he a- are you sh- isn't he a wolf? No, it's a dog. Yeah, he's a wolf. No, that's he's a wolf. A wolf. They're a little the same different. Face. I think it's more than a little different. Well, they look the same, don't they? No. no. Not quite. I am interrupting. Has Iker ever seen a fucking dog before? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm making a canon that he's never seen. Is he that much of a city boy that he's never seen a fucking dog before? Yes. (laughs) That's a little. That's canon now. Okay, that's canon. That's our first uh, canon ruling. Iker has never seen a dog before. Iker's (laughs) never seen a dog in his. How old is he? (laughs) In his 23 years of living. Mama used to read me picture books and I would see the dogs in them. That is a dog. That's a dog. Um, a little bigger than I thought it would be, but that's a dog, dude. So, uh, hmm. Oh, uh, actually, you see Oleg is uh, coming back out with some hydrogen peroxide. I'm sorry. Me. He's like, okay. Who are you? <laughs> what? Are you going to hang up these What? Oleg. And it's like Svetlana sticks her head out to the door and says, Oleg, are you going to hang out those skeletons? And he's like, No. Hiding the rope behind his back. One of them. One of them is completely cut in half. How are you gonna hang that one? Why do you have rope, Oleg? You're Why do you want this? to hang them? This is my station, and I do what I okay, like. Okay, but you're also okay, gonna you lose business. Station, I bet bodies? you're gonna like losing business over dead bodies hanging over your store, huh? <laughs> he drops the rope. 
Thank you. This is for your own good, Oleg. Okay, so you guys now uh, turn back to the doors of uh, Oleg's trading post. What do you do? We have an well, entire stolen lands to explore. Let's start with getting outside. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I promise outside isn't as bad as you guys may think. Oh, I know it Hopefully. isn't. Hopefully. No, moderation. I know it isn't. I just like giving people a little bit of a hard time. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. I can accept that. And with those words... You four, step out into the Stone Lands, ready to explore. Help you.